It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. In September, I had the honor of presenting the second annual Baby Golden Radish Award to the Baldwin County School District for creating an innovative and successful farm to early care and education program that advocates the learning and development of its pre-K and Head Start students. Since we are here in Milledgeville, we thought what better time to learn more about this successful farm to early education program that educates minds, nourishes bodies, and cultivates healthy habits. Joining us to talk about nutrition in the Baldwin County Schools and the Farm to ECE effort is Susan Nelson, Director of School Nutrition for Baldwin County School District, Lori Smith, the Director of the Early Learning Center, along with our very own Diana Myers, DECAL's Nutrition Health Educator. Welcome, ladies, to our podcast. So we always like to learn a little bit about you before we get started. So, um, Susan, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are now. Okay. (laughs) Well, um, I'm from Monroe, Georgia, about an hour and a half away, and I actually commute from there every day. So it makes it interesting. Um, But I have, uh, I actually went to school here in Milledgeville, Georgia College. I had a good old home ec degree. And um, I wanted to, I knew I didn't want to teach, but I wanted to um, travel and just, you know, take it all in. So I did consulting work for many years, mostly in healthcare. Uh Um, And then I went into the business side. I got involved in um, school nutrition several years ago. Department of Juvenile Justice had me do a um, kind of an evaluation of their program Uh as far as the food service goes. And at the end of that consulting period, they hired me to be, run that program. And I was with DJJ for a couple of years, but I really wanted to get into the public school system. And uh, food nutrition director positions don't come open very often. So uh, actually a salesman I had known for probably 30 years called me and told me about this one. And um, I was familiar with Milledgeville, <coughs> excuse me, and um, still had a lot of friends here. And I thought, well, I'll go check it out, you know. And um, I was just so blown away by everybody I met. I was mm-hmm. like, absolutely, I want to go to work there. So I'm in my sixth year now. Okay. And uh, it's going very well. And it's just constantly learning. Right. But I'm surrounded by amazing people that make that possible. An extremely supportive superintendent mm-hmm. that loves to think out of the box. She and I will text each other at midnight. Did you see that YouTube video? <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah. And so that makes it fun, and um, I've got really good staff, so um, I think I'll stay. We're good. Yeah, we've done great things here in Baldwin County. What about you, Lori? Um, this is my 23rd year working in preschool education. Um, my very first job out of undergraduate was teaching pre-K with the first group of pre-K students mm-hmm. um, in um, Houston County, and um, I fell in love with preschoolers. They are the brightest, most honest group of people ever. And no matter what they say, you can't be angry with it. Um, I have worked for, um, in Houston County, I've worked for DECAL, I've worked in Bibb County, and now I am the director, essentially the principal at the um, Early Learning Center here in Milledgeville. And we serve children here six weeks mm-hmm. to six years. That's incredible. So how many children in the early? 400. 400. Yeah, you should see us on a fire drill day. Oh, goodness. I'm sure it's very organized. It's it's crazy. Wow. Um, So, yeah. So we just recently started our Montessori program. So really, even though this is a, um, you know, we're talked about this being for preschoolers, this goes all the way down to 
to our ones who have started eating table food. Oh, that's great. So. That is great. So, Diana, just set some context for us here. How did these awards begin, and what is Farm to School and Farm to Early Care and Education all about? Yeah, so the, the Farm to School Awards actually started, or the Golden Radish Awards actually started as a pledge. So it started initially as people pledging to take a part in farm to school activities. And then it slowly every year has expanded from that. And so last year was the first year that they did partnerships awards. And so those partnership awards, which is our baby golden radish award, this was our second year giving that. Mm -hmm. And it was an idea of how to continuously expand. So there were 84 school districts that got, um, got provided a golden radish award for their efforts in farm to school this year. And farm to school, it really encapsulates teaching children where our food come from, connecting our children to where our food come from. It's hard to, it's hard to have those healthy habits when you don't know where your food, how it grows, if it comes from a grocery store, if it comes from a farm. So it's, it's teaching them from the ground up the basics of how food is grown, how food is harvested, how we care for our food, and also connecting it to our local farmers and becoming more appreciative of that food on your plate and where it comes from. Great. So Susan, congrats again on the Baby Golden Radish Award. You were you looked a little shocked when I was very just shocked. to be honest with you when we when I Listen, said you know Baldwin was, County Schools. I was very shocked. I was sitting there because I was up front and I was sitting there with my program making notes on how to apply for the Baby Golden Radish, and then I glanced up and there were my baby's pictures on the screens, and I went. Oh my gosh! So you were genuinely. I was. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's exciting. And my superintendent was on her way. She's uh -huh. lost, and I'm like, Oh my God, we won! <laughs> and, and then you know, later on, I won another I one, and she was like, Oh my God! So anyway, it was. Well, yeah, I, was I got the message day. from both of them. I got the message that we had gotten the baby turnip award. <laughs> Dr. Price, I mean, it was like the telephone game. I get the, guess what? Y'all got the baby turnip. The like, baby turnip. The baby turnip. <laughs> yeah. I like the baby. Maybe the baby rutabaga. I think that's more fun to say. So, but Susan, walk us through your program and explain what, what you think makes it stand out since you were the winner. Wow. Um, it's interesting because Baldwin County um, really doesn't have any farms. That's what I think makes it um it's hard sometimes, but yet it lets people see that anybody can do. Right. Uh, Baldwin County is kind of a little pocket, and I guess this is my theory. Since I went to college here, it was Baldwin County was booming. There was Central State Hospital with mm -hmm. 12,000 um, patients. We had quite a few huge industries. And at that time is when the uh, SPLOS went through and we built all of our schools. Six of our seven schools were on the same campus. Okay. So... Um, so, you know, fast forward, I graduated in 80, so what's that, almost 40 years ago. Um, I come back and there's all these wonderful schools, but they have a lot of empty spaces. And, it, and as Central State Hospital closed down, people left town mm -hmm. and a lot of our industries closed. So that's why we have some extra room to spread out. But, um, I, I, you know, like I said, it has been difficult to, to find farmers to work with, but we do have a lot in surrounding counties that border us, actually. So um, we kind of treat every school almost the same, regardless of the age. Um, last year, I had two schools that I didn't feel like were um, meeting my budget expectations of the number of children they were serving. Mm -hmm. And so I took uh, a position from each school, those two schools, and converted into a wellness coordinator. And we contracted with this person just on a part-time basis last year. 
Well, we're in the middle of a big USDA garden at our high school right now, so we were able to hire her full-time this year as a project manager for that, as well as doing our wellness. When I came on board here, nobody had ever tapped into the college, which was just like, wow. And so um, we use the college. I use interns from um, exercise science, mm-hmm. and I use community health majors. And we have. If gotten... you need one, my my nephew is currently a grad student in exercise okay. science, so I'll make sure. Oh, awesome! <laughs> well, they have been just wonderful, and I make it as part of their internship. They they have to apply for a grant because okay. most of these kids don't know how to write a grant, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm proud to say the one we have this year or this semester. She actually was just awarded a SHAPE grant from the public health, and so she was super excited, and we are too. So that was the first time she'd ever written a grant. So um, I do a lot with them. Um, I I work a lot with the sustainability department. I'm talking with them right now, doing helping us conduct a study on plate waste, and um, we do a lot with, um, gosh, so many departments I can't even tell you, but. so it's a good connection. Mm-hmm. We've done some work with the mass communications department because there's a lot of, um, you know, advertising and promotions going on in school nutrition. But as far as in the Early Learning Center, um, we do monthly taste testing with Harvest of the Month and sometimes even more than monthly. Um, we have, um, we do every other week, we do a farmer's market, a pop-up market mm-hmm. in a different school. We try to rotate it and we feature either, if I can't find a farmer, I buy the produce and we do a sale. We do it at the time when the um, parents are lined up to pick up the kids. Mm-hmm. So while they're sitting in the car, they right. can shop mm-hmm. and take food home. Um, we've had a lot of times where, um, Teachers, you know, at the end of the day will actually bring their classroom out and they'll buy everybody an apple or a plum or, mm-hmm. you know, or one of the teachers had bought a couple of cantaloupes and she said, tomorrow this will be our snack, you know. Yeah. Um, and the same thing at Early Learning Center. They love, we, we uh, when we get our hands on them, we do the plums, the dinosaur egg plums, and they love <laughs> those things just because they have a cute name. Sure, you know? yeah. They love that. And... Um, Lori's a big believer in doing more of the fresh produce, mm-hmm. especially with our fruits, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to so many of the little cups, you know, right. you see already pre-portioned. Um, just so they can see, like if they're having um, a snack in the afternoon, we might send a whole watermelon mm-hmm. and let the teacher cut it and they can see it or plant the seed. Right. Uh, we've planted seeds in milk cartons. Uh, one of my interns last year took a little dead... Um, area where the air conditioner was it was so ugly but the kids could see it from their classroom so they planted uh, vegetables there and flowers so we just try to look for any way we can sneak something in right. um, i have my silly costumes that i wear my milk carton costume well, and my, i didn't know about that my strawberry <laughs> yeah i'm really cute but... she pulls those out and we all hide uh, and right. not be in the strawberry again <laughs> And the funny thing is, I laugh when I put that milk carton on it, and the kids just go nuts. Okay, they just love a costume. And I'm like, I'm lactose intolerant, and I wear this milk carton. It's like, I'm lying to you. <laughs> the irony of that is. I know. But, uh, but we have a good time, and it's it's amazing. Like, I, one day, I told Lori about this. I heard a parent, she had her child, they were walking down the hall, leaving school at the end of the day. And the mom said, what'd you eat for lunch? And he goes, cabbage. And she went, cabbage and she, he's like yeah and so because when i got there that we were having um 
like smoked sausage. Oh my God, those kids love, love that. Them. Black eyed peas. I got pictures of a kid with turnip greens with the leaves like that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But um, so we, we try to get as much fresh as we can. Mm-hmm. We, we buy as much Georgia grown right. items as we can. Great. We always feature our Georgia grown items on our menu. They all have a little peach beside them. So they know what we're having. Um, but anyway, yeah, the little kids are just as excited as the older ones, yeah. you know, if not more. That's great. And the teachers have been super. I mean, I've had a teacher recently from ELC ask me to buy her a bushel of fresh green beans that the class was going to snap them. So, you know, okay. once they snap them, snap we take the them out, wash them, and have them for lunch. So they get to see We've they found can. that they're much more willing to try something uh-huh. that they've grown uh-huh. or that sure. they've snapped or that yeah. they've watched yeah. cook. You know, they don't just that get it on the sense. tray and go, mm. mm-hmm. But you're like, you know, these are the collard greens that we grew in the garden because we have a garden, you know. Mm-hmm. They, you know, remember you picked them and we cleaned them and we bring them to the cafeteria and they cook them for us. Mm-hmm. So, um, and sometimes they taste them and they don't like them. And I tell them that that's fine. Sure. Um, but you need to be exposed to that because before we started this we would ask our little kids you know where is you know where do strawberries come from and they would say Kroger yeah (laughs) Yeah. Kroger you know where the answer we were looking for was a vine you know because we did but we they weren't there yet you know Mm -hmm. that we had to go through that whole process of watching the things ripen and all of that and of course sometimes things aren't as successful as we would like and we fake that they were more successful than they were. Oh. <laughs> so we, grab, we grab the one red tomato <laughs> off of there and add a few others in and make it, you know, make it happen. But we've made um friendship salad where people bring mm-hmm. in fresh fruits yeah. and veg- fresh fruits and make a salad. Um, they love watermelon. They eat, I tell her all the time, they eat that watermelon two fisted. Oh, just, you know, that fresh watermelon. So um, it's just, a lot of exposure because yeah. the kids these days eat a lot of chicken nuggets. They, they eat a lot Guilty. of pizza and they eat a lot of those kind of things, which in moderation is fine. Sure. But um, my grandmother thinks that what's wrong with the world is that people have stopped snapping beans with their grandma. I think she might oh, be yeah. right about that. I mean, that. that's that's kind of her thing. She's like, now, if they were at home snapping beans, <laughs> they this issue. So when the teacher came to us about the beans snapping, I was like, my grandma, she would think that was a great idea. It is. I think she might be right about That's that. That's right. So you also received recognition from the Georgia Department of Public Health for collaborating with community groups to take this program beyond the schools. So tell us about that. Oh, yeah. That would really choke me up because I've never heard of that one. Uh, well, um, I'm a, you know, I'm a delegator. I'm, a, you know, I, some people like that, some don't like it, but I feel, I know I can't do everything, you know, and I and there are professionals out there that can and that want to and are looking for specific projects. Um, just like right now with the uh, sustainability group, that came from a parent that had some concerns, and I thought, I'll call the college. You know, they've probably got some graduate level students that are looking for something. Um, we have a chef program going on. Some of my previous interns actually came back mm-hmm. and said, can we help with that? So, you know, we've got a lot going on. Uh, actually, um, in this big garden we're doing, it's a USDA grant. We just got a big implementation grant. And one of my previous interns just did amazing jobs in getting us stuff. We just got $10,000 from Rotary to put our fence up. And we got, one day I said, we need a little shed out there. So two days later, she goes, I got your shed. It'll be here on such and such day. And then I went to Maryland to um, Purdue University this summer, and um, I came back. We had visited a high school that had a solar small solar panel on their shed and just did a couple of hydroponic buckets. 
And so I told him, I said, wouldn't it be cool to have a couple of solar panels? Next day, I got your panels. Can I go to Atlanta and pick them up? So absolutely. So I'm like, okay, well, they're as big as this table. They're huge. Oh, no. <laughs> and I have three of them. And they were donated by the people that did the ones for the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Oh. So they're in our warehouse right now. And I'm like, okay, I don't, how do you, they don't have instructions. How do you put this together? <laughs> Call the college. So I called sustainability and I said, do you know anybody that know anything? She goes, yeah. So she hooked me up with a physics professor. He came over with his students and they're going to be putting that in place for me. That is amazing. So it, it, it takes a village, right? It sounds um, like it. Georgia Power donated the money for that fence, but part of their thing was they have a um, workers uh, volunteer group. It's called the Citizens Group. They have spent a couple of afternoons out in the garden helping um, you know, place our raised beds. Our construction uh, teacher in their class built the beds. So it's just been such a wonderful effort. Um, in doing this, we've, we've sought out uh, master gardeners. We've been to the U Garden in Athens to learn from the professors there, you know, and we're gonna be taking some teachers there. Um, the botanical gardens, we've been several times. Uh, landscape architects, the landscape architect from the college, I had her come over. So I just feel like the more input you get, right. the better. And then at one point, uh, the wellness coordinator and I, we can grow a geranium and that's about it. But we're like, okay, now we have 500 opinions on how to do this. We have to pick one. So, <laughs> it's like, we don't want any more opinions. But, um, so I think that is part of the innovation and just being, like I said, Dr. Price is so supportive mm -hmm. and loves for you to think out of the box. I mean, we're a charter system and she wants us, you know, if we can push those waivers and get things done, let's do it. And basically nothing's impossible. Our junior high has the lowest meal participation um, of any of our schools. And so um, I was uh, looking on Google, of course, for ideas and I found one school that had allowed a group of the junior high students to redesign how the cafeteria is, the seating and what they wanted to see. And then they saw their participation go up oh. and she said, go for it. So, wow. so it's just, you know, once you're allowed to mm -hmm. be creative, yeah. you there's like Katie bar the door, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not afraid to ask for help. So. Well, that's amazing. You're definitely yeah. very innovative and very collaborative. We have to say all these awards um, that you have been presented with um, were through many different organizations, but um, led by Georgia Organics, the Georgia Department of Agriculture, Department of Education, Department of Public Health, Department of Early Care and Learning, and the University of Georgia Cooperative Extension Service. So let's talk a little bit more about numbers in Baldwin County. So students are served two meals a day, breakfast and lunch. How many students? Uh, breakfast and lunch and after school snack. After school snack. Okay. Um, we are um, community eligibility, so all of our students eat free. Okay. Um, they, um, we're looking right now, as I said earlier, right. we're hopefully applying with, well, we are applying for CACFP to offer um, supper mm -hmm. to our after school program. And then in starting in January every year, we start doing Saturday school. Oh, okay. It's for kids that need extra help. Okay. And it runs from like 8 to noon. And so when that starts up, uh -huh. hopefully we'll be through CACFP and get like a, a breakfast type snack and okay. a lunch. Okay. Um, our kids are hungry. We have a high poverty rate here. Um, 
leading cause of um, death is heart disease. So we do a lot of work with um, alternate spices instead of salt, uh -huh. getting the kids to understand that. Um, my mission this year is to do more work with the parents because okay. I know it's not that second grader going by in the groceries. Sure. So um, we need to do some more work with them. But um, <clears throat> um, Lori, what else to think about our community? Any other challenges? Uh, I do know, and, and just to go to what you said, we had, um, what, the hurricane that came through last year, mm -hmm. and as principals, we got together trying to decide if we were going to go back to school or not. Mm -hmm. You know, like, or should we go ahead and come back? You know, should we, you know, because the weather was still questionable. And the deciding factor seemed to be we were afraid our kids were hungry. Right. So we went ahead and opened back up on Wednesday so that the kids could come, so that because we knew not only do they not always have the food that they need, but we knew some of them didn't have power. Mm -hmm. And so at my school, kids got off the bus and they wanted to know where their teacher was and what we were having for breakfast. And I had already told Francis, I was like, you need to do it up. We need pancakes and <laughs> sausage and, you know, the whole, you know, the whole thing. Cause they're hungry. You right. know, they've come in and, and had cold food. Some of them just because they didn't have any sure. power. And so a lot of the decisions that we make in this community have to do with making sure that, cause we know if we can't get food, to them that, um, and if we're not getting them to eat, that we're not getting our best academic performance right. out of them. Right. Um, and they're not learning what they need to learn and they're not, um, and they're not as plugged in as we need engaged in classroom activities. So, um, we have a little over 5,000 students. Um, we do offer our high school offers a program here. It's actually based at the college. So I, I satellite 300 meals a day, breakfast and lunch to the college. Uh, building around the street here is the education building and the college has actually given us use of one whole building. Mm -hmm. And so we have um, around 300 students. Some are from Putnam County. They're all junior high and high school students. And they're students that have to be interviewed. Their families are interviewed. And they have, um, the criteria is that no one in their family has ever gone to college before. Okay. So it's to promote that. Mm -hmm. And, um, so this, the junior high students stay in the building all day. The high school students, they're in the classrooms with the college students uh -huh. earning hours. So, um, you know, they are um, so pleasant, so mannerable, just the nicest kids ever. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we, ha we have a diverse population, that's for sure. We have, you know, because of the college, we do have quite a few college professors. Um, actually, our Montessori school um, the director of the Georgia College wanted to open a um, daycare basically for their employees. Mm -hmm. They're landlocked. They don't have anywhere to go. But as I said previously, we had quite a few buildings that had space. So they heard about space <laughs> and ELC. So um, they've made an agreement. We have X number of slots for our staff. They have X number of slots for their staff. And then any others can be um, taken by the public. Um, in that program, those employees and that director are employed by the college. Okay. So we do a lot of collaboration, a lot of, collaboration. A lot of joint work with them. I'm very blessed. So both of you are expert in this area. So what can we do as parents and families to encourage healthy eating with our kids? Is it a practice what you preach type thing? Is it a resource? What What can we do to make sure? A lot of sure? times it's the busy factor. Yeah. It's the being so busy. And I experienced this. I have three kids of my yeah. own. and. And um, just it, it can be really easy to go through the drive through and to and to do that. And then the other thing is making other options. Mm -hmm. um, kids 
my kids tell me all the time they don't like that. You don't know if you like that. Try right. it, you right. know, kind of thing. But not having it out there because it's amazing to me some days in the cafeteria when we will have grapefruit or we will have plums when we started doing those. They have no idea yeah. what these things are. Right. And these it's not like we're, you know, introducing spaghetti squash or star fruit. You know, some of these more, I mean, this is watermelon. This mm-hmm. is you know, peaches were in Georgia and the children haven't seen it any other way than in a can in heavy syrup. Mm -hmm. So I think it's making lots of choices. And, um, and I also think, you know, I go back to that old adage where, you know, you sit down at the table, you eat like a family and you eat what was prepared. You know, we don't make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for this one and nuggets for this one. And that one's not going to eat. So we don't even worry about it, you know, kind of thing. You know, you prepare a meal with lots of options and, um, you know, you sit down together and, and eat it, I think is yeah, for, for the kids my age, you know, right. turn off the TV, right. you know, put your phones. I have a basket at my house where all the phones go during dinner. So that way, when they start ringing, nobody knows who they are and just, <laughs> just disconnecting in a way, disconnecting from the world and connecting with right. those people that mean the most to you. Mm-hmm. I agree. We are doing great things in Baldwin County and definitely setting the example at schools. So hopefully, maybe, maybe the, uh, the children will teach their parents something. Maybe. Well, that's what we're hoping. I did a um, last year uh, with a fifth grade class at Midway Academy. We did a whole program on um, spices uh, through the Shake It Up program through School Nutrition. And the high let them make their own spice blends to take home. Uh-huh. But my thing was, how many of you in your family know of anybody that's had a heart attack or that has high blood pressure? You know, and of course, every one of them raised their hand. Sure. So, you know, take this home and get everybody in the family to agree to try it, you know, instead of salt. But but then again, I've had a parent call me one day and she goes, they're not going to eat those french fries if y'all don't salt them. <laughs> and I said, man, that's, no, we can't do that. You know? <laughs> but she was actually angry because I wasn't salting them. Oh, so, you know, you, you hear it from both sides. That's right. That's right. You just got to do the best you can. Yeah. We are doing great things. You're innovative and collaborative and doing great things for your community. So thank you for being here again. Thank you for having it's us. Great thank having you. Appreciate it. That's right. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, my name is Kate Alexander and I work in the Nutrition Services Division. My question for the commissioner is, what is a recent book that you have enjoyed and why? Well, thank you for that question. I actually um, just finished a book, not a new release, but something I've been wanting to uh, read for a couple years. I just read Orange is the New Black by Piper Kerman, which is her account of being in a women's federal prison for about 15 months. Um, I think everybody's heard of the show, Orange is the New Black, and it's the show is definitely based on the book, but the book is better. It definitely gives her perspective um, of being in a federal women's prison for 15 years and all the personalities and responsibilities, and I recommend it. it was, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed reading it. Time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Here's the question. What's the name of the award presented this year to the Baldwin County School System for their efforts to farm to early childhood education? Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.